everybody, and welcome to day two, or part two, I guess, of our end of the year 2023 podcast thing. Week two. Week, week two for us. We Our recording thing has been weird this year. But well, Weirdly enough, month four. Yeah. Trimester two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am Dry Archuleta, joined today by Robbie. Hi. And E. Hello. And yeah, we're just going to discuss a few of the things. If you listen to our first episode of the end of the year thing, for part one, I should say. If you listen to part one of the end of the year, you'll see that we got all of our lists together, basically, and discussed what our formatting was going to be this year a little bit. And uh, today, we have decided that we are going to be discussing the three categories, best action, uh, best musical, and then best trilogy. Or more precisely, trilogies ranked worst to best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's more precise because we decided that we're not going to eliminate them. There's going to be the worst ones to the best ones. That's very true. Um, yeah, how you guys feeling about any of this this year? You watched a lot. Not as much. Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of the thing with the year before. We did so many double features for the Halloween stuff. And it, like, just kind of got a few more double features throughout the year. Yeah. That we wound up just by default have of doing just normal weeks, uh, watching less. Sweet. Also, you I f- double feature this year. I think we did. No, no, not this year at least. Uh, also, I feel because of personal schedules and everything, there's a lot of episodes where there's just two of us instead of all of us together. So yeah, there's a lot of missing pieces for all of us. Normally, just me that we discuss because I have the dumbest work schedule out of all of us. <laughs> yeah, we all kind of. I think I may have missed the most out of everybody this year, actually. I don't know about that. I feel like I wasn't here for, like, most of the year. I don't know about that. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see. To be fair, I think Liz missed the most out of all of us. Well, hey, Liz, maybe uh, Rocky missed, like, 51 this year, <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, Rocky did miss a lot, actually, <laughs> this year. We got to talk to him about that. I don't know where he's been. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess let's start it off. Best action. E, you want to read off what we have in the category? Yeah, so under best action, we got Senate, Dark Knight, War for Apes, <laughs> Power Rangers 2017, Uncharted, Bullet Train, and Astartes, which was the Is This a Movie winner. Right, here. right. Uh, I'm glad you reminded me because I was about to say, I wasn't on that one again. He <laughs> <laughs> said it last time. Yeah. Robbie also said it. I think he's like, I think you just watched that on your own, E. <laughs> I, re- I remember, yeah. Um, and uh, for anybody wondering why there isn't like a ton of different movies in the category, uh, last part we decided that if there's going to be one, a movie from a trilogy included, that we would choose the best one of that fits that category from the trilogy. Yeah, because that's ultimately what it would boil down to, anyways. Yeah. Like, oh, which of these is the best? Yeah, because then it would just be like, well, uh, if we have three uh, Planet of the Apes movies going on in this one, so which one's the best? Like, we would just get down to that if it came to that anyway. So, yeah, yeah we we beat ourselves to the punch, I guess. Beat ourselves, maybe to for the best. Yeah, we just we beat ourselves senseless. We just went to the corner and we just cried and we just we just beat ourselves. Sounds like a normal Tuesday for me. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, all right, who wants to start off the discussion? Uh. I'll start off with the something that Jirai is going to be pissed about. <laughs> oh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Get rid of Uncharted. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Okay. I think the only thing that that movie has going for it is if you are very nostalgic for Uncharted. I think by itself, it is an okay action movie. Yeah, it is kind of a run run by the numbers Yeah. Uh, action movie. But if you're like a huge fan of Tom Holland or you're super, super nostalgic for the games, then sure, it's great. But yeah. other than that, like it's... It's using the name Uncharted very heavily for everything. I mean, super inspired by the games. There's sections yeah. and even movement from it that you can tell, but like, end of the day, come on. Yeah. Yeah, they have the cutscene where it's like a quick time event where Tom Holland has to like grab the sack on the tile of sand. That's close enough. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Robbie's right. Very uh, run of the numbers, paint by the mill. Hey. Anyway, um, yeah, okay, Uncharted is gone from there. Um, I think as action goes I think honestly I think Dark Knight would be taken out of action 
Uh, I mean, it's debatably more of a drama than it is an action. That's what I'm saying. Oh, a lot of stuff up. There's some cool explosions, I'll admit. But if I'm comparing the two Nolan films in this, Tenet and Dark Knight, Tenet yeah. is way more action-y. And I would yeah. enjoy the action in Tenet way more, actually. That actually is kind of fair when it comes to the Nolan part of this list, at least. Yeah. How many Nolan um, movies do we watch? Can we have a best Nolan category? <laughs> we might be able to. I mean, I think we would have to dip into like the previous years, but we could probably pull out a best Nolan. <laughs> we could pull out a best Nolan. <laughs> Let's go watch Oppenheimer real fast. <laughs> totally an action movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's an explosion. There, there is one explosion. There's an an explosion. <laughs> All right, so Dark Knight is cut. All right. Um. So I was gonna say, despite how much I like it, because it is like probably more my thing than your guys' thing, arguably. But I feel like just because of length and like what it or being what it is, I feel like a Stardis might be an easy you one guys to cut. Do this every year. We have to disregard length because the point of it is this a movie. We're imagining to... if it was. We're saying it's a movie despite the length. So like that 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 has to be removed from the from the factor. Well, it's not even so much that it's just the length. It's just there's not a whole lot there besides the action. Yeah, this is I the, mean, action, this is the action category. I feel like we can't disregard a Stardis because of length. It's not because of length. I'm saying because there's not a whole lot there. Like I feel like I enjoyed some of these more than I enjoyed Stardis with what's left on the list. See, that's fine. That's, like, that's, that's what I'm. That, that's what I'm saying. I know. Because like there's not really that much of a storyline to it. Like the action is really really cool. Like the fact yeah. that it was made by one guy is also super incredible. But like in comparison to some of the other stuff that's on the list, like I feel like it might be an easier cut because there are like every. I feel like everything else that's still on this list I enjoyed more than Astartes, even though I did enjoy Astartes. Astartes does also have the disadvantage of it's really hard to follow if you don't right. If you yeah, if you don't 40K. completely understand the lore of 40k, then it's just like okay, cool action scene. And we just got eat by the egg. <laughs> I did think that Astartes was really cool. Where I'm at on the list right now yeah. is I really like Power Rangers 2017. But when it comes to action, there's like two action scenes in it, if we're being honest. Yeah. And one's kind of... One's kind of butt. Yeah, one's kind of dookie. Yeah. I mean, the action scenes we do get are like, man, this is fucking Power Rangers. But like... Then the rest of the movie is like, I want Power Rangers. Yeah. When are the Power Rangers going to come back? <laughs> so as much, I mean, as much as I do love Power Rangers 2017, and I would like to have it have its day in the sun here. Uh, I was just salty because people said it was bad. It's not bad. It's a good movie. No, it's good. And I, it looks great in, in UHD. His colors really pop. Their suits really are colors. <laughs> that is more than you can say about some superhero movies. And totally. Uh, hey, any of the Zack Snyder movies, you can't say those suits have color at all. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we did cut the other superhero movie. That movie definitely does not have color in it. That one, at least, that's a stylistic choice. It so. is a stylistic choice to have Batman suit be like the blackest black. But. Yeah. Great in there. Um, I think. I think the two that I would be cutting at this moment would be Power Rangers or Astartes would be my two next cuts. I think we could just cut them both probably. Yeah, because I think I I have a winner in my head about what this category and who wins it. Um, we'll see. I, I'm curious if we're going to fight on that or not. Maybe? I also have a winner in my head. Okay, interesting. Robbie's, Robbie's not have... counted, apparently. No, I'm joking. <laughs> okay, I'm joking. Fuck both of you, then. <laughs> Listen, no, just I, I have a winner in my head, too, yeah. but I'm trying to see, like, get down to like where we're going to start debating on these. Yeah, so Star Days and Power Rangers 2017 are cut there. Um, I, I feel like I know which ones are. So, Dry, are you going to argue for Planet of the Apes? No. Okay, I'm not either, Robbie. Actually, no. I okay. did really like War of the Planet of the Apes, but okay, so we can pretty safely yeah. put that in third spot. Yeah. Okay, because I had I had a guess that that was not the one he's fighting for. That okay. also being set. Oh, Tenet <laughs> and Bullet Train have now fused into one movie. That would be interesting. Tenet Train would be a very interesting movie and very confusing. All right, let's just let's just go in a circle and see which one we think. Is the winner. Okay. okay. So, Dry, you first. Bullet Train. Robbie? Bullet Train. Mine was also Bullet Train. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, well, that was pretty easy there. Yeah, that yeah. was actually pretty easy. I, I thought you were going to fight for Tenet. I'm not going to lie. I, I thought he might, too. I think Tenet is super cool, and like when there is great choreography in there, it's great. Yeah, like uh, the choreography, the se- action sequences are pretty cool, especially like, you know, the fr- uh, backwards and forwards at the same time and having to get that choreographed and like, 
getting a lot of those action scenes just shot i'm pretty sure it was an absolute nightmare oh yeah looking but, at all the behind the scenes footage is like i actually do not understand how he made this fucking movie yeah <laughs> he barely did yeah, he barely, yeah. he barely did. He barely did, and then COVID happened and almost pretty much killed that movie. Which is, if there's any movie that deserved to survive COVID, it probably was Tenet. I think Tenet was probably the best movie that came in the COVID era of films Wait, coming out. But the Sonic movie, <laughs> I stand one thousand percent by what I just said. <laughs> I don't even know what else came out that year. Uh, I don't nothing. This was exactly. COVID because <laughs> Sonic came out in February and then COVID. Yeah, yeah. Sonic was like the last movie in theaters before COVID or something, right? Didn't Birds of Prey or something come out that year? Oh, right. That did come out. I think it was it late came before, though. didn't it? I thought it was late. I thought it was like after. I don't know. Because I, I remember just... me and you went and watched Birds of Prey in theaters. Yeah. I th- Birds of Prey is fine, by the way. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't remember, actually. I'd have to look up the year. Okay. It's all a blur. It doesn't <laughs> really Google matter. It? It? Nah, it's it doesn't not really matter. It. That's not a category. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Tenet is cool. That being said, though, goddamn Bullet Train, so cool. So Bullet Train is such a fun movie. Yeah, that's 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 kind of the two things here. It's like Tenet; it takes itself so super ridiculously seriously, and that's great. And that's a tone you can totally go for. And I think it works in Tenet really well. And the action is fucking insane. He literally crashes a plane into a building in real life for a shot. That's insane. That's so cool. But also on Bullet Train. He fights on a train, and there's like a samurai at one point. (laughs) Like (laughs) so much shit. Bullet Train feels like it could be a video game. Like that's yeah. the, t- the type of movie that it is, and it is, it, it's so fun and it's yeah. so funny too. And it, it has tons of action. It is very comical. It's very quippy. Yeah, um, all the characters are super cool. Like, yes. and it has good characters, but like, you know, they're all kind of similar. Yeah, they're all like I, special agent man yeah. or army man. Yeah, yeah. But Bullet Train, I feel like every single character in Bullet Train could have their own movie and it would work. Yeah, yeah they're all super likable. Yes, 100%. Well, I mean, except for the ones you're supposed to hate. But but I feel like even the ones you're supposed to hate, some of them are still very likable. That's fair, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Bullet Train wins this pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. That was a very easy one for me. Like, whenever I saw the list, I was like, honestly, like, I think I enjoyed Bullet Train more than everything else on this list. Yeah. As an action film, at yeah. least. Yeah, for sure. All right. So bullet train number one with Tenet and War for Planet of the Apes, tail and behind. Yeah, yeah. though it, it kind of was a big old gap there. Yeah, pretty big <laughs> yeah. gap there. I do want to say the action scenes in War for Planet of the Apes do feel like a war movie. They kind of they do. They yeah. do kind of feel like saving Private Ryan kind of level of action. It is one thing that we said a lot with War of the Planet of the Apes is I'm super, super surprised that they got away with the PG thirteen rating. Yeah. Because holy shit, that movie. It's insane. All right. E hit a mark there. So yeah, that was an easier list than I honestly expected. It, also, our categories are so, like, strainy as this year, I'm going to say. Yeah. We watched a lot of dramas. We watched a lot of trilogies, too. Yeah. Trilogies. <laughs> yeah, we did. And when you actually think about, because we watched, like, what, four trilogies? Uh, let me scroll up here real quick to look at them. I think we have listed... Five, yeah, technically six. If we're feeling funny, lol, which we are, yeah, we're feeling very funny. Um, so yeah, five. Tri- so we watched. Let's we'll get into the trilogies, but we wa- like ha- the trilogies were like almost half the year. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. More than like, you know, we were always talking about like, man, when we did Star Wars the whole year, that was so much of our time. It was nine. Yeah, nine. like <laughs> three trilogies is the equivalent. And we, we watched. We two literally more. doubled it this year. Yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of insane. All right, uh, next year we're not watching that as many. <laughs> That's fair. We Kinda. we won't have as many movies. We will have a theme next year. Still, we'll still be yeah. like having a dumb yearly theme, uh, but we'll also have like a side podcast that doesn't affect the theme. It'll be in the same feed. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. Um, let's move on to our next easy category here. Musical part two. <laughs> Musical, which we didn't watch anything like musical, really one, one, but like I would not like in the same way we did last year. Yeah, uh, I mean last year we had a we watched Steven Universe the musical. Yeah, <laughs> like we watched a lot of like yeah intrinsic musical, and this one technically well, these are music. Well, I mean two are for sure musical. Two are for sure musicals. One's like. I, Maybe it musical? technically is a musical, and the other two have music. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and read off what we have in our musical yeah. category here. We have Pink Floyd's The Wall, Beauty and the Beast 2017, Beauty and the Beast 1991, Belle 2001, <laughs> and 21. Oh, 21, sorry, 2021. Did that last time too. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and Lou Over the Wall. Uh, anyways, I feel like the anime can probably go off the bat. Yeah. Well, Dry wasn't there for this one, actually. I wasn't there for Lou Over the Wall. No, and like, it's completely fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's overly confusing, especially for a children's movie. I think it is actually like worse Ponyo, basically. Oh, not even like Ponyo. I know you don't, but like, I, I would, even <laughs> as much as I'm like, Ponyo's like fine and whatever, I think Ponyo has a lot of like good, like merit to it. Like, right. You know, artistically and all that, obviously, and like, there's so many like interesting shots and stuff Ponyo does, whereas Lou's like neat. You, you guys nailed water physics. You got that yeah. going for you. <laughs> Not great when it's like your water physics. Yeah, look like water. Like it's. <laughs> yeah, that- <laughs> it, it was just so funny because like I we I chose that movie for us to watch because it was just like uh it was about to leave Netflix. Right. So I was like. Oh well, everyone's been saying this like is an amazing anime movie, and I might as well like we we should watch it. And then uh, we watched it, and we're like, yeah, I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> yeah, like it, it is a movie. Like even during the like, we spent so much time just sitting back and forth. Like, I mean, I guess this happens, but yeah, it's, eh? it's such like a convoluted mess of a movie. Yeah, okay. It, it, it feels like there's a bunch of people sitting in a room talking about you know it'd be cool to see in a movie, and then like they tried to string together how point a gets to point b gets to point c and it doesn't always make sense and sometimes things just happen for the sake of happening and mermaids are vampires in that movie because why not okay i'm actually in (laughs) no you're not (laughs) you think you're in but you're not oh shit right i forgot he almost forgot ponyo (laughs) every day i almost forget ponyo and then i remember (laughs) and i cry and then bell i literally brought as a joke and it actually was worse the second time i watched it uh yeah bell wasn't good i think if you're into that kind of music then that has that going yeah, for it like it's got a lot of good j-pop type songs right yeah, yeah. But, but it's like, not like the story's a mess it is yeah and the funny thing is is uh that's actually one of the movies uh that and uncharted were two movies i was thinking of and i was like maybe we should do the most disappointing because like i had like somewhat high hopes for bell because i Weirdly enough, had uh, I had read the synopsis of it, didn't realize it was a Beauty and the Beast thing, and then I listened to the um, OTS of it, OST, OST yeah, of it, <laughs> and I actually enjoyed it with some of the music that was in there. And then I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, I, I mean, I guess, yeah, like Bell, Bell suffers from this is the third Summer Wars movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he, that creator loves what he did with Summer Wars. And I like Summer Wars. I think Summer Wars is cool. Right. But like, and Dry likes Digimon movie. He thinks Digimon movie. Right, this is the fourth Digimon movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm including Digimon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so like, it's kind of, it's funny. Like, the mo- I I've kind of wanted to recreate, because me and my brother watched that in theaters. It was an MTS theater. There was like us and another family. And we were just fucking busting our ass laughing the whole time because we were like, what the fuck is even happening? <laughs> and then on rewatch, I was like, oh, man, this is so much more boring than I actually remember. Yeah. You guys like, just had the shock of like, what the fuck are we watching? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the first time watch on any kind of thing like that is always like the the little that shock value. Yeah. Helps a lot. Because like we also didn't know it was Beauty and the Beast. And when we realized like, oh, that's why she's named Belle, we were like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> But like, yeah, that it's just it's a mess of movie. Yeah, we can cut those two. Yeah. Oh, some actually a lot of the animation in Bell is pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, the sure. animation is really good. Don't get me wrong. And I one of the best like mixture of two D and three D animation. Like it is actually seamless in a lot of ways, which is crazy. Very good. Frankly. Yeah, it's insane. But uh, you know, even me being the animation nerd, uh, you can't you can't save a bad script with animation. <laughs> you can certainly yeah, try, but it's, it's the same with like. <laughs> You can have a shitty script with good cinematography, but it's still going to be a shitty script. Yeah, it's still yeah. bad at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, So, we have two VG and the Beast and the wall left. Uh, I think it's clear we got to cut the wall. <laughs> uh, okay, let's have the... First of all, how dare you? I think before we know what we're going to do here, because we know what yeah. we're going to do here, I think we should discuss Beauty and the Beast 2017 versus 1991 and what... Yeah. Just the musical aspect of it, how people feel about it. I... I think if you give me both songs, 
I think I like a lot of the music in the original more because I think it's more my like it's a lot more upbeat and stuff, and I think that's more what I want from Beauty and the Beast. Which right. This is one of the things me and you disagreed on when we talked about it. Uh, I know Beauty and the Beast 2017 probably has one of your favorite songs from all of these. It has maybe one of my favorite Disney songs, actually. Yeah. <laughs> which so, I kind of have to agree with Dre on that. Like the song that he showed us for 2017, that is a really good song. It, I literally have it on my playlist for car bangers. It's neat, but also like the rest of the movie. Yeah. I think it goes along with what we were saying with uh with Bell of like one really good song can't save an entire movie. You're yeah. right. But like the other thing I think that makes me go to that song so much is on all of their live action remakes they've added like a song. A they've added a song or two right. songs. Like the Little Mermaid, they had three songs, I think, actually. And all of them but one in that because one's like a comedy song. But all of, like the big one that's supposed to be like the big radio number, because they had a radio number to yeah. all of them. Uh, the radio number in The Little Mermaid feels tacked on. Like, it feels like, oh, this is some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the radio number in the live-action Aladdin comes out of nowhere. It is the most jarring fucking... Like, it's a fine song. It's totally fine. <laughs> but it's, like, the most jarring part of it. Like, it's literally 20 minutes left in the movie, and then Jasmine gets a fucking pop hit and yeah like 20 minutes left <laughs> everyone goes out into the bazaar and they're like blaze a blaze now no matter no it's it's like a self-discovery pop song <laughs> like it's Thanks. literally 20 minutes till the end of the movie and everything freezes around her and she gets a three minute song of like you can't stop this blah. like it's this is my fight song it may as well be like i think the one in Beating the Beast actually feels like it like is additive. Yeah, like if you told me like, oh yeah, this was the song that was in like a musical version of it, and they added it back in, I'm like, yeah, cool. It actually, is. yeah, <laughs> actually, I, I said that. I was like, oh wait, I think Dry literally told me that. Yeah, but that is. also being said, like Requiem works for Beauty and the Beast too. Yeah, like yeah. for what the storyline is at that point in the movie, it totally makes sense to add that into it. Yeah. So I think on those merits, if we have to cut one than the other, I think the animated one for me would be first. Uh, for music, anyway. Yeah, I guess for music, I don't know. It's hard because, like, I really like the "Be My Guest" song in the original. I like it more than the other one, and I like it in the in the live action one because it feels yeah. more like performative to me. It's 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 totally different things. Honestly, it's it really it comes down to what style you're looking for. Yeah, uh, we're cutting both of them. Yeah, but- <laughs> <laughs> which one are we cutting first? Does it matter? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, think I mean, we, I guess if we're doing like a top three, then it matters. Are we? We had five in here. I mean, I think we have a top one in honorable mentions is kind of yeah. what we're going yeah. with this year. I, I, well, unless you want to like take a hard stance on which one you want because, you know, it's we're split. Yeah, I know you guys are split. The sad thing is I don't really have like a huge difference between two. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're like they're both fine. Um, I th- that gunpoint. The robber <laughs> says, I will shoot you and steal your wallet if you don't choose which soundtrack you like more with the beauty and the bees. The sad thing is, is the reason why I'm having a debate of this. Cause if you guys listen to the episodes, I was not on the 2017 beauty and the beast, but it's, a, but I was with the 1991 yeah. version of it. Um, yeah. So, so I, I, I didn't really get to watch. Have... Yeah. I, well, oh, I was going right. to say, I didn't really get to watch 2017. So I didn't really have much of an opinion on it, but I did dry showed me afterwards Requiem. Mm-hmm. and i did really like that one so like those are the two big things of like the episode i was actually on and like one song that i actually liked more than all the other songs combined for beauty and the beast fucking good song he belts it's, it like crazy yeah, yeah it's a really good song and he put his all into that song too yeah um i don't know but like i said it's just kind of uh i don't have a very strong opinion one way or the other yeah, unlike you too I, I did kind of forget you were on the live action one yeah i, I mean despite dry saying that he missed so much on this year so did i so me too. Uh, we we all did. Yeah, uh, you missed the least, I think. I don't know actually. I think you I did took miss a lot of least. breaks. Did you? Well, not like oh, I'm gonna take a break, dry. You fill in for me. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Like uh, can't make. Sounds it. like you. <laughs> uh, like uh, you. It sounds like you really want to do this one, and I just would not be good on this one. So why mm. don't you do this? Yeah, there were a couple of horror. I mean, you weren't there for terrifiers. But, Neither of right. them. Yeah. Uh, I I'm not gonna take a hard stance on this one. I recognize that the animated one is a better movie. Um, I would, we were raising both, but if there was a two and three animated would be number two, I think. All right. Okay. 
But yeah, I was going to say that was like the big thing for me too, is it seems like the 1991 version is just a better film overall. Yeah. The 1991. Yeah. It's just a better, it's a better movie. It's better paced. That's not what you said when we were talking about it on the podcast. I do think it is a better movie and better paced. I oh, like, just personally I personally enjoy the pacing of the uh, yeah. live action one more because I think it slows things down and lets things breathe a little more, which I like, but I recognize it's not better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so like, I know people like to act like, oh, you're taking an objective stance when you say this is better than this. It's like, no, we just all have personal preferences. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, my favorite video game of all time is a fighting game, and I'm not going to tell you like, Nope, sorry. Uh, it's better. It's objectively better than The Last of Us. <laughs> Some people would. <laughs> but I would say, like, opinions do change even on this show because, yeah. like, there have been times that, like, we get to the end of the year and, like, yeah, I gave it, like, a such and such rating uh, this time around. But, like, the more I thought about it, the more I realized how much I liked it. Like, probably the movie that we've watched on this podcast that I think about the most, and I think I gave it, like, an 8.5 at the time, was probably Cy- not Cyberpunk. Fuck. Blade Runner, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, such a good like, movie. I think I probably think about that movie more often than any other movie that we've watched on this podcast. And it's and I've given other movies a ten. I did not give that movie a ten. That that's a movie I think honestly does stick with you and is really yeah. rewarding on rewatches. Very funny that the movie I still think I think of the most about is uh, is where no, what's the the last kiss? <laughs> not a movie I like still. Like yeah. I haven't changed. In fact, I might still give it the same thing, but I just think about it a lot. No, that's fair. Good yeah. movie. You just it's think about it and get angry. <laughs> not even that. Like I, I think a lot about it because I'm like, why doesn't it work for me? Like, because, uh, I mean, this is something I teased potentially doing, but I don't know if I'll ever do it. I, I almost want to do a a video series where I like discuss a movie that I like and a movie I dislike that I feel like have a very similar structure and why I personally like or dislike one, which uh. It was The Last Kiss versus A Silent Voice where uh, when we talked about it and I thought about it, like you can draw a lot of comparisons between them, but A Last Kiss I do not like and A Silent Voice is probably in top 10 movies of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Like it it would be kind of interesting. Uh, I do way too much stuff already. You do so much. I don't know when you sleep. <laughs> More than I should. That's a lie. <laughs> uh, so yeah. The wall wins, but we deserve we, to talk about the yeah, wall. Yeah, we need to yes. talk about the wall. We even talk about everything but it. Yeah. I think it's because, like, that movie's iconic, and it's been iconic since it came out in the 70s. It's iconic, but I feel like we're getting, we're at a point where people, like, just know it's iconic, but haven't actually seen it. That could be fair. Like, I know whenever I was growing up, like, it seemed like every single adult that I talked to had seen that movie, and they, like, just raved about how great that movie was, and then I watched mm-hmm. it. And the very first time I watched it, I was just super confused. And I was like, okay, that was a movie. And like the more I watch, like second, third time rewatching it, uh, seeing it as an adult, uh, talking to people about like what is actually going on with this movie. The, like it, it is one of those movies, like it, it's old and like it, not a lot of people watch it now, but like I feel like it ages like a fine wine. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Like the more you watch, the more you see it, the more unravels, the more you start thinking about a lot of the symbolism and stuff. And it's interesting because, like, you know, I, I still get disappointed hearing people like, oh, this is one to watch when you're high off your grid. <laughs> high off your grid. I think people say. <laughs> you're so high, you're just off the grid. And then they like, look at that UFO. Shoot it down. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, no, not the grid again. <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, there's so there's just a lot to unpack there. And I feel disappointed hearing people like, oh, yeah, I just get high and look at cool colors. It's like. Man, you could just put on a fucking cocoa melon if you want to just get high and look at colors. <laughs> I bet that that cocoa melon YouTube I, I feel page like is crazy for that. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me wonder how many people actually watch cocoa melon just to high off the gourd. I wonder, yeah. I do. I don't know. Um, but like, I don't know. Like, I feel like not to. Well, actually, no. Yes, to sound like a snob. Like, <laughs> I feel like there's just like something you're just missing. Trying like experiencing stuff like that. I think there is, but on the other hand, I do think that it makes sense why people say that. Because when you're high, you lose inhibitions and uh, you feel things in a more intense way or a less intense way, depending on you know what you're doing. But I think with that movie being so in your face with everything, with the visuals and the music and all just the sound design and that entire thing, it is kind of 
for lack of a better word, it kind of just like attacks your yeah. senses. Yeah. I think when you're sober, you can take it all in and everything, you can kind of dissect it all at once. I think when you're high, you don't have that shield in front of you. So I get it. Uh, you It all just kind of hits you all at once and you take it for whatever your brain takes it for. Like it just is. There's no processing. So I get why people would say that. However, I don't do drugs. No. So I've only ever seen this sober. Um, I think that it holds up, Robbie's correct, remarkably well. I think it holds up better now than it does then because the social issues that it talks about then are, un- relevant now. are unfortunately more relevant now than yeah. ever. <laughs> and the way that it is able to masterfully craft a visual story while still connecting to the audio of everything is kind of insane. Yeah. Because, like, we, we joked a lot about uh, Interstellar 5555. Yeah. Um, how, like, that also is like, oh, they took an album and, tried, and, like, crafted a narrative from it. But, like, there, it is such, a, like, a different piece. And obviously, like, Daft Punk songs aren't meant to be enjoyed in the same way Pink Floyd songs are. Right. Sure. Um, not to say that there isn't a lot of craft in Daft Punk songs that they're my favorite band, so I will fight you if you <laughs> try to get at me with that shit. But... Like these songs have such this impactful thing, and like they they drive it into you constantly. Like the the constant like hammers and the structure things are so important to what you're experiencing because it is about like the breaking of the walls, the breaking of yourself. There's so much, and it's just crazy in a lot of ways how this movie even exists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think. It ha- Part of the reason why it even does exist is because Pink Floyd was like such a big deal whenever they mm-hmm. were still an active band. And so because they were like one of the world's biggest bands at the time, they're like, hey, let's make a movie. And like because Roger Waters and like the rest of the group, like they were very artistic and like we want to make it this way. Like if we're going to have a movie, it has to be this. And it worked like. I would say arguably better than it should have, especially considering everyone's like, oh, yeah, I should watch it stone because. There's such a symbiosis of like what the story is and like it is very much a show don't tell kind of thing mm. where you have to be paying attention in order to like get the storyline behind it, which is why there's some people who watched it when it first came out and just still don't understand the story of it because they didn't just like sit down and really soak all of it in. But yeah, it's so good. There were things that you brought up on that episode that I was like never fucking connected that at all. Yeah. Like I've seen it, I don't know, a dozen times in my life and there's just things that I still missed in it. Yeah. Yeah, and like you know, I I get not that's not everyone's cup of tea. Not everyone also wants to like have to wants to like set a f- history lesson with their <laughs> yeah movies they're about to watch. A phrase that I say all the time on this podcast is "cheese was for the brain," and that's what a lot mm-hmm. of movies like. Sometimes that's just what you need. You just need to like sit down, shut your brain off for a little while, and watch something like watch Pretty Colors in front of you, whether it's like an action movie or comedy or whatever else it is, or maybe even a musical, like you like the songs in that musical, yeah. like Belle, for example, yeah. <laughs> like very visually and artistic wise, like it, it's very cool, but like that, it, it is a mess. Yeah. And then this one, it's just like, you have to dissect it. You have to look really, really deep into it. And you, yeah. like, you have to stare into the void and see it stare back at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's art. It's art. It's it art. really is. It's art. It is arguably one of the many masterpieces of Pink Floyd. It's the 70s is full of so many like touchstone moments for film. Damn, it's like there was something huge going on around that time. Could it be? No, I don't think Garfield Who's came out say? yet. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Pink Floyd's The Wall, number yeah. one for music based yeah. films this year. <laughs> I think uh, that was another easy win, but yeah. But we got to discuss it again. We did. Yeah. Beauty, yeah, and, Beauty and the Beast. 1991 and uh, 2017 runners up. But I was really yeah. glad that I got to bring that because I know we had been talking about it for a little while. That was one of the first things we wanted to watch. Yeah, yeah. there was a there was a lot of things we did this year. That's like one of the first things we wanted to do. Yeah, it took was us very funny. A while to get there. <laughs> All um, right. All right, but let's get the big thing going. Our trilogies. Trilogies. Oh, All right. So Ravi, why don't you read us off these trilogies? So the trilogies are Scary Movie, the Dark Knight Trilogy, Back to the Future Trilogy, Planet of the Apes Trilogy, Clerks Trilogy, and the... 
because why not? We decided to throw in the Beauty and the Beast trilogy, which is Beauty and the Beast 1991, Beauty and the Beast 2017, <laughs> and, and Bell 2021. Um, uh, yeah, so there are a couple asterisks here, right? Yeah, there's so many asterisks. So scary movie. We have all seen one, two, and three. Yeah. We didn't watch one. No, we watched. No, we watched one. Oh, and we two. watched we one. Watch we didn't three. watch three for the sh- the podcast. And there is technically a four to five, but eh. and, there's like seven now, isn't there? No, there's five. I think. Oh, okay. Uh, and Clerks, we didn't watch one yeah. for the podcast. We did watch two and three, but we have all seen them all. Yeah. So yeah. we're just including it. Uh, if you're curious about our thoughts on the other ones, go and listen to those episodes because mm-hmm. we give our thoughts on the completeness of it all. Yeah, there's there's a lot going. So. I want to make a hard say and say we should put the scary movie at the bottom of this list. How dare you? <laughs> oh, you're probably right. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. It has like a pretty decent movie and two absolutely garbage movies. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the biggest thing for scary movie is like we the one merit that I can give it is that it was a nice discussion on how like sometimes things just age poorly yeah and the early 2000s is like roffed with like a whole bunch of things that just like were fine for the early 2000s but they just did not age well at all yes yeah. I, I still can't get over how many people like try to tell me like yeah you know one and two are really good and three is just bad garbage you don't watch that it's like what are you talking about the exact opposite <laughs> like threes when they were like is like breath of fresh air because it's not just Eight trillion jokes about gay people and trans people and black people. Yeah, I mean there are still some racist jokes in there and some sexist jokes in there, but by margin, it is maybe a two to three percent of the jokes in Scary Movie Three, and it's mostly just silly, dumb stuff like you would yeah. see in Airplane or Hot. Uh, it's hot a lot shots. of very visual humor. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like fun stuff going on. It's not just racism and sexism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One joke early on where I realized I was actually going to like the third uh, scary movie was uh, very early on whenever they're making fun of signs and like he's taking a piss and he hears screaming and like the pee stops and he like looks out and the screaming stops and then he goes to pee again and then the screams again like every single time he pulls his head back the screaming stops and his peeing stops. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, scary movie trilogy, very bottom of the list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right above that, we can put Beauty and the Beast trilogy. I think that's fair. Technically not even a trilogy, but it is. It's not. It's, not. But it's very funny. It gets to beat yeah. something, <laughs> yes, yeah. frankly. All uh, right. Now the conversation actually yeah. has to start. Yeah. Okay. So. All my, right. My I, personal feeling is that any of the apes should be down. My personal feelings is. Oh, this might be a bit controversial, but probably Back to the Future next. I think, like. Man, well, one, I just think two is an absolutely incredible movie. It's really good. And, like, the others are still very good. I love the Planet of the Apes trilogy. <sighs> I did really enjoy the Planet of the Apes trilogy. And this is so hard. See, this is one of those hard ones. <laughs> That's the thing. That's why we ended with this one. I will give you this, though, because, like, Back to the Future trilogy is a fun trilogy to watch. Even with some of the flaws that we had with the third one and, like, you're just kind of like, eh, it's fine for the second, our first one. Yeah. Um, but like, I think well, the third one, I would, I think I would be like, yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah. And that was the biggest thing. Cause like, we talked a lot about how there's for me some copium of like, oh yeah, I remember this and this happening and it did not happen that way in the movie. <laughs> and I think it was just me trying to make the movie better than it actually was yeah. whenever I was younger. <laughs> I uh, think, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, but I think with like planet of the apes, it's cause I'd seen like the, the first one's fine. It, it's okay. And then the second and third ones are great, like enough so that because the last time that I watched the second one was while it was still in the theaters, and I actually enjoyed it more this time around than I did the first time around because it gave you more to think about, more to chew on while watching it. I think I think an issue is like now each of these has like a dud. I'm gonna say all the remaining ones has like a specific dud. Uh, yes. Batman yeah. is probably. I think that might be a semi-controversial. Well, no, actually. No, I think, I think it, Batman would be controversial for us to call it a dud, but I think we all kind of agree that yeah. Begins is weak. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, Begins was good whenever it first came out and then got completely overshadowed by the second one. And the second one was so good that it kind of overshadowed the third one. kind of just don't like a lot about the third one, too. But and yeah, I, but, I recognize a lot of that's on me. 
more than anything. <laughs> I mean, when three came out, it wasn't loved. People yeah. are turning around on it now. Finally, even myself, I think, it took me a really long time to really appreciate what uh, Dark Knight Rises was doing. There's things I don't like about Dark Knight Rises still, but I do think that it is the second best of that trilogy. Yeah, yeah. easily. Yeah. Um, maybe Batman should be next, maybe now that I think about it. Like, I mean, Dark Knight's super good, but like the other as again a trilogy. Batman Begins is just it's not good, guys. I, like I said, whenever it first came out in theaters, it was it was a fun action movie. But then, like the second one, like when people talk about the Dark Knight trilogy, ninety nine percent of the time they are talking about the second the movie, Knight. The Dark Knight, <laughs> and a lot Knight. of it had to do with um, oh, fuck, I keep on, I don't know why I keep Heath on to call Ledger? yeah Keith Ledger, Heath Ledger, okay, Heath, Heath Ledger, yeah. like the with candy Heath bar. Le- Ledger, yeah, Heath Ledger. <laughs> The sad thing is, is every single time I go to say it, because like people compare Heath Ledger's Joker to Jared Leto's. So every single time I try to think of The Dark Knight, I keep on thinking Jared Leto's. Like it's not Jared Leto. That is not the movie. Joker. That'd be a much worse movie. It, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like so, it's one of those things of as a trilogy, the first and last one are pretty weak. Because I was like, ah, yeah. oh, you know, each of these has a dud, but Batman has like a dud and a half. I, I think the things that I dislike about Dark Knight Rises is kind of the parts where it's not much of a Batman movie. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of like, here's the politics of Gotham in a ray. Yeah, and I really, really like Bane in there. Like, honestly, Bane saves that fucking movie for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like all of the surrounding stuff. I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt's really fun in there, and I think all of his story's really good. But Bruce Wayne is really a side character in his own movie. Yeah. And he was arguably a side character in The Dark Knight too, but like he, he still is in there. The movie, yeah. though, yeah. If like, he wasn't in there, the movie wouldn't happen, right? Yeah. Whereas in the third one, it really is a lot of like, when's Batman gonna come back? Yeah, get him out of this hole. And it feels great when he does. Like it feels yeah. great. It feels like finally we got to the movie, but it takes a whole movie to get there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm actually coming around on E. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you convinced me the next one is the Dark Knights because Dark Knight trilogy is still good. But like we still said, it, it's whenever people talk about the Dark Knight trilogy, 99% of the time they're talking about the second movie. So like if we were just talking about the second movie, it'd be higher up on the list. But since it's a trilogy as a whole, yeah. it is basically a campfire that was doused in gasoline at the very beginning. And so there's like maybe a spark there, then a huge explosion for the second part and then really starts to die down yeah. for the third. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, not even not to harp on it even longer than we probably should, but like the third one also, like I feel like the best parts of the third one are kind of repeats about what's so great about the second one. Yeah, 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 it's true. And Bane's is cool. I'm still disappointed he's not a luchador. <laughs> I will always be disappointed. I think they're cowards, and I don't get why we're not allowed to have Mexicans. I guess, but you know why? <laughs> we finally got a Mexican hero. It only took yeah what fifty years. A long time. Blue Beetle's good though. Blue Beetle's, Blue Beetle's really fucking good. I watched Blue Beetle. It's a really fun movie. People were really down on that movie, and I don't get why. I don't get why either, but I haven't seen it yet. I think just the general kind of it, it might yeah, it might be superhero tiredness. Yeah. Or fatigue. Yeah. Or maybe it's because it's Mexican. Let's start the woke theory. Oh guys. shit. <laughs> Welcome to the leftists. The left one. The last in. leftists in. <laughs> last left on the podcast left. <laughs> um Okay, so right above Dark Knight, I think this is where we get into Back to the Future, Planet of the Apes for me. Yeah, I think that's so... Planet of the Apes has a really weak start, and Back to the Future has a pretty, like, pretty deflating weak end. weak ending. So that's the hard part. Yeah. What... Does it matter more to stick the ending or to start off strong? I think... Let's go. Let's let me take it to restaurants here. Okay. One of the things that a lot of restaurateurs will say is you could have the best menu in the entire world, but if your menu ends on a shitty dessert, nobody's going to talk about how great your other courses were. They're always going to mention how shitty that last dessert was. I think Back to the Future hits that because how many people do you actually hear talk about Back to the Future three? None. It's always well. It's Back to the Future part talk two. About the video game. Yeah, that's, <laughs> but it's always Back to Future Part Two that everybody yeah. talks about, and one, two, I one, two, yeah, yeah one, one and is, two, one is put in there because I think people mix the two up quite a bit, honestly. Yeah, 
you could just have one be a long movie that actually i think we discussed that it really does feel like it's a duo yeah and then there's a tacked on third one yeah which it technically was at a point kind of yeah yeah because i remember there being a discussion on the third episode saying that two and three were supposed to be one movie yep yeah. But they felt that it was too long, so they added more to the third one to make it a feature-length movie. Yeah, and it feels like it. It yeah. feels like they had a spare episode that they made plot-heavy. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like you know those animes that like they need to have those filler episodes. It's yeah, a beach episode. Imagine if, yeah, it, it is the beach episode of a trilogy. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's kind of. I would. Put... I guess that's kind of fair. Like it really is just such a deflating ending after. Yeah, you get so hyped. It is. And Planet of the Apes is just a constant escalation of quality. Yeah, it does constantly get better, which is always nice. I will say there's a movie that, once again, me and Dry have been talking about for a while, putting on the podcast, but we haven't done it yet. It was the first movie that Drya had showed me whenever I moved back here from whenever I lived in Utah. And that movie kind of has like an okay beginning to it, but it just builds up and builds up and builds up. Uh, Hotel? Hotel um, That times with the El Royale. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. That movie, like I said, it it has like an okay beginning to it, but it just gets better and better and better and better. So I feel like it's better to have a kind of a dud beginning than it is to have a dud ending. Because like, yeah. it's one of those like okay, like it starts off fine, and then you start getting like, oh man, this is so cool. Like once you or the more you go along with it, compared to like being really hype at the beginning of it, and like, oh that that kind of sucks for the ending. Yeah, I guess the ending is also what people always remember. Like that's why Game of Thrones people are like, nope, it's just bad now. Yeah, which they're right. Just shitty. Ra- <laughs> yeah, you know, we can go around that till the cows get home. But like, it fucked up this ending so hard that that's all people talked about. Ruined yeah, Star Wars yeah. as well. Yeah, it ruined tons of people's careers in both cases. Yeah, yeah. Same person actually in some cases, or the same people. I mean, in some cases, right? Kind of. Some Game of Thrones people were going to go work on Star Wars stuff. So the head uh, showrunners were going to go work on Star Wars. That's why they were cutting it off so early. Disney was like, man, you guys are so good. We're giving you your own trilogy. So they cut it off early at the end of Game of Thrones. They were working on their trilogy for six months, and then they left because Disney wouldn't let them do what they wanted. So they ruined the whole thing for everybody because they got impatient and wanted to go and work on a thing bad game of thrones they made bad star wars almost made bad star wars oh yeah sorry um yeah i think i think back to the future goes right above dark knight here honestly yeah i guess that's fair um now here's where the real debate begins here's where the discussion starts which i know where i fall on this which is why (laughs) i wonder which is why i want you (laughs) guys to start this discussion because i know where i land so Again, discussing the weak stuff. Uh, Planet of the Apes has a really weak first movie. It does. And Clerks has a very weak second. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that's, a, I guess, another discussion. Like, what happens when you have, like, a good beginning, a eh, middle, and then a really good end. Yeah. Which. So, the thing about it, though, is goddamn that ending. Yeah. The Clerks. And, like, that, that was the thing, because, like, whenever I heard. Clerks 3 was coming. I was like, yeah, fine, I guess. Like, Dryer's going to enjoy it. But, like, Clerks 1 and 2, they're just like, I, I know, like, they're huge movies for Dryer. But for me, they're always like, yeah, they're they're fun comedy movies, but they're just, eh, they're Kevin Smith movies. They're they're fine. Anything. <laughs> and so, like, they've never been, like, huge on my list. But then, like, God, that third one, like, the third Clerks movie, like I said on that episode, was so good that it made the first two movies better, which is something that is very rare to see when it comes to trilogies and movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, god damn. Like it, it it is one of those things that becomes hard because of how good that ending was. Like I it it kind of floored me on how good it was in comparison to that, even though once again I probably gave it a lower rating than I probably should have. I think with two being as weak as as it is, and it was beloved at its time for the yeah, audience it was going. And once again, the, yeah, this this falls into movies in the early two thousands aging yeah. poorly. Yeah. And it did. It did age poorly. I still think there is some funny stuff in there. Yeah. And I think without two, you wouldn't have three being as so big and important as it is. Right. I think there's story stuff that happens in two that winds up being very important for three. Mm-hmm. I mean, even just introducing uh, the oh, the one um, Christian kid. Yeah. Oh, I can't blanking on his name. Not Linus. <laughs> no, that guy gives tech tips. Oh, right, right, right. And gets canceled every four videos or something. <laughs> I don't know if I call it canceling. I would say he's just bad. <laughs> they, they hit a 
roadblock. I think like they're trying to ignore it at this point. Mm, yeah. I just keep seeing like apology videos coming out from them. <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm sorry we put the PI forty seventy in the toaster. We thought it would make it run faster. It did for three seconds <laughs> until it melted the chips. <laughs> and I know some of you will never be able to forgive me for this, but I, I stand by it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Elias. 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 That was yeah. close. <laughs> there's, there's a letter in there. Elias, uh, Linus. Like, I, I guess I kind of get it. Yeah. yeah. Elias is huge, and so is Beck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that the comedy in most of the parts in two aged very poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think I enjoy it more than Rise of Planet of the Apes, if yeah. I'm being honest. The first one, the first Planet of the Apes movie is just boring. It's really boring. It's build up. It's, it's bad build up. Because you know what it is? It's the thing you hate about a lot of Godzilla movies. It's so much people. And it's like, no, I want monkeys. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Give me a monkey movie. Yeah, I think Rise is a very weak start to what turns out to be an insane trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Right, Rise literally is like beat for beat, like all the like the Smurfs movie and all those like movies where like <laughs> yeah. the cartoon becomes real and is in New York. Yeah, basically, like, it's like beat for beat the same structure. Yeah, um, for me, Clerks wins this category, or not wins it, but it's at the top of the category because we don't have a winner really. I mean, yeah, if you rank them, you rank them, sure. One wins, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think the Planet of the Apes trilogy is right under that. Very different, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But if I were told I need to sit down and watch one of these trilogies, I would choose Clerks every time. I think it counts on where my mindset was at at the time, and which one I want to watch more. I think for at the time that we watched them, I feel like Planet of the Apes wins for me for trilogies. Okay. But I think it's uh, it is kind of ham fisted on like you know the human condition and so on and so forth when it because like this. Storyline has kind of been done before in different ways. Um, it's almost like I want to say like that movie AI almost to just like you know instead of <laughs> using artificial intelligence, they're using apes this time of just like bye. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but like kind of like talking about the human condition and how like we treat each other poorly and stuff like that. But it has like more of a message, and I think it kind of hit me harder like watching it now than Clerks did. So I think it might be a time and a place thing, but I think for me, trilogies. Like, Planet of the Apes, like, there's a lot of things that were super surprising. Like, I think one thing that was surprising for me is how well things like the storyline and the CGI and, like, how it all, like, holds together better now than I thought it would. Yep. I mean, there's no denying the second two Planet of the Apes in the trilogy yeah. look like, amazing. The, yeah, the CGI War obviously is... looks the best of all of them. but Right. And looking at that trailer for the newest one, War still looks the best of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. They only have seven quintillion dollars. They can't afford to play, pay all those VFX artists, Uriah. You're right. <laughs> you're right. They can't all eat dinner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you feeling, E? Oh, clerks easily. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow, okay. Why is that am, surprising? Am I- <laughs> I'm like the biggest hater of the Planet of the Apes movie. I'm not sur- <laughs> That's higher than I wanted to give it. <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's just one of those, like, with... Uh, I, I really did enjoy the Planet of the Apes yeah. trilogy. Uh, like I said, I will admit Rise is just, meh. Movie, it is boring. It, is, it just is what it is. And it, I think it is kind of like that build-up thing. And maybe they were trying to go with just like, oh, well, if you think about it, like, Fellowship of the Ring is the most boring of the trilogy for the Lord of the Rings, but it still works out well. And so, like, this Rise will work well for the rest of the movies, but it's just... Rise reeks of they were worried about audiences, not caring about monkeys. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's, that's the way I would just put it. I, I, I would remove the bandage quick. Just like they, it, it reeks of meddling. It does. It honestly does, and it feels like whoever was in charge of it didn't have the artistic vision that the director for two and three had. Who right. clearly had a very clear like this is the story I'm going to tell. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of it just is how much Clerks three ended up meaning to me. Like, I'm gonna say in this whole. All of these trilogies, only one of these trilogies made me cry, and it's Clerks. I thought you were going to say Scary Movie. No. That made me... <laughs> that made him cry mean, for just, a different reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a bad cry. Like, only one made me good cry. I was like, this is society? 
<laughs> no, that's the Dark Knight. Oh, right, right. <laughs> but, like, just, yeah, Clerks 3 is such a beautiful movie in a way you would never expect from Clerks. Totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clerks 3 is almost like this weird thing. It's like, oh, yeah, you know that stoner friend you had in high school? Uh, he just won an award. Or, yeah, won an award for his poetry. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what Clerks 3 is, basically. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just. It's so beautiful, and like I said, I am the biggest hater of the Planet of the Apes movies. So you are. Uh, I don't think they're bad or anything. I just think they're too long-winded. I I think the first one's bad, actually. I think I've, <laughs> I think I've come around to that. Um, and like Clerks Two, I also think is really bad in a lot of different ways. And I think the first one's the first of the planets bad. Right. But like. You, I think I can like get through the hump of Clerks two, and knowing like threes on the horizon, I don't ever want to watch the Planet of the Apes again. <laughs> <laughs> well, get ready for spring, E, because ah, last not, one's ends going to the movies. Woo! <laughs> you gotta watch Spider Man. Okay, yeah. That's you also not... gotta watch coming out next year. <laughs> <laughs> they said they said it's on on track. They they're killed li- them. They're liars. They killed all their animators. <laughs> We also got to watch Terrifier 3, but you're also not going to be on that one. No. <laughs> gotta be. <laughs> I gotta not be. Yeah, you're right. Uh, all right. So yeah. are we feeling Clerks? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be super disappointed if Clerks beats Planet of the Apes because, once again, like the third one's really good. I feel like it's... I don't know. Listen, there's three of us here for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair. Here for I, I am being outvoted for it, though, but I'm not going to be super disappointed if Clerks yeah. beats Planet of the Apes, so that's fair. But for me, like personally, my favorite trilogy of this year was the Planet of the Apes trilogy. I got super excited when you're watching the the two and three because I remember really enjoying the second one. And then I think I enjoyed it even more the second time around. And then but I was super, uh, super surprised by Clerks three. Like I said, it is a very rare thing for me to watch a sequel or the end of a trilogy that makes everything else that came before it better and that they definitely nailed it in a way that I was not expecting. It was probably one of the most surprising turnouts for me when it came to the movies that we watched this year okay plus i i think we all know what the real winner of the trilogy should be which is ed ed and eddie <laughs> you've been holding that in all your heaven no you? i just thought about it oh. <laughs> oh, stay up all night thinking about that i went to bed around 2 two thirty. <laughs> no yeah uh so from worst to best our trilogy list goes Harry movie, which has an asterisk on it. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, which has a huge ass asterisk on it. Has and, the double asterisk. Yeah. Uh, then Dark Knight, Back to the Future, Planet of the Apes, and of course, at the top, Clerks. With an asterisk on it, because we didn't watch the first one. But Well, that's a different asterisk. Yeah, yeah that's a different asterisk. Uh, all right. So, uh, our categories for today were... Best, Best action. action, which Bullet Train won. Yep. Best musical, which Pink Floyd's The Wall won. And then Best Trilogy, which Clerks won. Yeah. Well, worst of best trilogies, but yeah. Worst to best, yeah, yes. It's the top of the trilogy yeah. pile. Uh all right. That's end of part two. Day two. Mm. Exciting. Yeah. How you guys feeling? We got oh, okay. We got we got through three categories today. Yeah, we did of ten, slowly chipping away Something at that like list. That. Something similar to that number. Yeah. All right. Well, E. Yeah. We have a link tree. We do l i n k t r dot e e slash l o y p. The links to all the social media. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering if we just get rid. Of uh, no, one. we gotta keep one of them. <laughs> <laughs> at least gotta keep a social media yeah i guess uh and our podcast stuff though you probably have a good idea what you want to listen to us on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're on and, all the podcasts yeah and our twitch stream every wednesday every saturday most thursdays we got streams going on wednesdays i've been playing a lot of castlevania symphony of the night sure have Thursdays, me and Dave have a big old wheel of random fighting games, and we'll play them for 30 minutes for two or three of them. Yeah. And Saturdays, it's, it's all over the place. We do whatever. We do, fuck it. We have fun. Next year, we'll we'll put structure back. Yeah, a little bit. But Maybe. For the rest of this year, just fuck it. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, that's all our stuff. And we're, guys, we're so close to the follow goal goal on so Twitch. So close, one away. <laughs> Could one you away. believe it? One away. You gotta help us. <laughs> help us get there. <laughs> you don't have to, but we'd appreciate it. <laughs> no, they have to legally. Legally, I think they listen to this this far, and they legally have to. Yeah. But yeah, thank you all for thinking for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Thank you, E. Yeah. We'll be back tomorrow with part three of our end of the year podcast. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. All right. See you then. Bye.